Magic Larry. Hey, Magic oh my gosh, Larry. It's Magic Larry. He says, Good evening, J&J. Pee Wee says hi. Oh. I freaking love that dog. Hello Pee-wee. to all of you. Hope you're doing okay. All right. Let's see. I got bumped, so I got to find my spot. Magic Larry, if you're not making videos for all the kids that are on. I know. T- teach, if you're not making how to do how to do simple magic tricks, write video. You can do live streaming right now for all the kids staying at home during um, this lockdown, all right? So I, ta- I did a Skype today. I did a Skype today for dog training from a, with a lawyer who actually doesn't want to do law anymore. I say, well, what do you like to do? She likes to do knitting. So I said, you should be doing a weekly class on how to knit. And teach and make it for the um, all the kids. The kids that are staying home from school. Have a weekly knitting class online, live. She wrote it down. That's her homework. Actually, she has to do it. I gave her a bunch of homework. I gave her a bunch of dog training homework, and I gave her that homework. She has to do it. So Ooh. next, yeah. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's Friday night, 7 p.m., 7 to 8. We do the show. So thank you, thank you for all the thumbs down already. You're right on time. You're like one Good of the first. Friday, too. Like you, they sit here and wait for the show to start just to give us a thumbs down. Mm. It's like, God, what an exciting life you must have. It's like, I wonder if they're like sitting there eating chips. Probably. <laughs> With ranch, ranch sauce. <laughs> hey, everybody, how are Damn you? Jeff it's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And uh, thank you so much for joining the show. Even if you don't like the show, I actually love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the fact that you're sitting there uh, watching the show. Um, this is a Q&A show. Um, this show is focused a lot on how to stop unwanted behavior. So how do you stop? How do you stop? How do you stop an unwanted behavior? Um, so you can hear me use the word punish a lot. Correct a lot. Stop the unbehavior, the unwanted behavior. Make it suck. You can hear that. Why? Because that's what people are asking. If we wanted to know how to teach it down, I would say grab a clicker, grab a food bag, and be ready for three to four to 500 repetitions before you say the word no. But on the show, you're asking me how to stop things. So it's going to be a no right away and a correction right away. That's just the way it is. Look at that. What do you know? So that's what we're going to do. So I would say 95% of the life of the training center is all reward-based because everyone focuses on the correction base. But guess what? Most dogs end up dead because nobody stops their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, most dogs end up dead because nobody uh, or, or uh, um, given away because nobody stops their unwanted behavior. So believe it or not, learning how to stop a dog's unwanted behavior is extremely important. That's why we have so many fans. That's why we have so many fans that care about us. Because they're like, thank you for saving my dog's life. Yeah. Because, oh, my dog doesn't do a very good sit or down. I think I'm going to surrender to a shelter. Right. Or, hey, doc, you know what? My two-year-old told my dog to down. It wouldn't down. So I'm going to give it away. No. My two-year-old got bit by my dog. I'm going to put it down. That's the problem. So that's what's really, really funny about people that don't like us. They actually think they're advocating for their dogs, but it's actually they're not. Mm -hmm. We're actually saving dogs' lives. They just don't get it. 
Th that's the whole irony of people that don't like the work we do. We teach how to stop unwanted behaviors as a small percentage of what we do. Mm -hmm. This show is primarily that because that's, by the way, that is the fucking show. It's like, learn how to grill a steak. What? All you do is grill steak. Where, where's your Where's your vegetarian cooking recipes? It's like, this is a learn how to cook a steak show. Right. You're on the wrong show. Get off the show. Right. Go watch the veget vegetarian cooking show. Mm -hmm. Like, show some sign of intelligence, people. Some sign of intelligence. So... Um, I just f I find it very, very humorous also that, that, that people are so passionate about their hates that even in this time they've got to feel to do this. Ironically, I put up a post today about that as well, mm -hmm. which was w really well received. So also we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars, and um, right now it's on hold because nobody's going anywhere. Um, um, so, but, uh, don't worry. We're still going to be on the road. We're still going to be traveling the, traveling the world doing seminars. Did you ever tell Melissa that we're doing Friday night shows now? Um, I'm not sure if I did or not. <laughs> See, on. But I think so. I think so. Okay. Maddie knows. Melissa might know. Maybe not. That's Maybe okay. Not. Maybe not. I'll, I'll monitor if I can. All right. So, Joel asked the questions. Um, I answer the questions. Also, there's something called Top Chat. Raji um, did a $2 Top Chat. Thank you so much. And the way the Top Chat works is um, you do not have to pay to play here. We answer as many questions as we can in one hour. But your question does go to the top of the queue. Question goes to the top of the queue. And um, and also as a way to say thank you so much for all the free information. We've got thousands of videos out there. Even now, even with, with, with what's going on, I'm still spending huge amounts of money every week having free stuff produced by our team. Joel and our team, um, that's one thing, you know, we had to make layoffs here, but actually we didn't make any layoffs on the social media. So social, our social media team is still strong. And if anything, we're expanding it. We did our first Zoom this week. I think it was, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have probably given it a 6. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's my first one. I got a lot of room for improvement glitches. on that. What's um, that? Not glitches. It was just like I'm navigating. I can see having somebody help me out, you know, run the board, mm -hmm. like to figure things out, you know, uh, being a big help. Um, but it was my first one. I had no idea what I was doing. So, um, but it worked. I gave value to people, so it so worked. It so I'm going to do another one next week, and a minimum of another one, and that's announced on my Patreon page. You go to patreon.com slash training. You get information on that. So let's jump right into the show. Okay. There we go. First John. Hi, everyone. Hey, how are you? Steve, second timer here. I get a 14-week-old GSD. When I try to bonk for correction it's like he enjoys it any tips if he could talk he would probably say is that all you got okay number one what are you bonking for because at 14 weeks old you don't want to be bonking for that much okay and chances are you're not bonking firm enough but i need to know what you're bonking for because there's certain things that a 14 week old puppy like for obedience we wouldn't correct but for biting barking too much whining in the crate but chances are you're underwhelming your dog. And it's not just with a bonker, it's with anything. If people don't know what a bonker is, look it up. Next. Um, Michelle, happy Friday, Jeff and Joelle. How did your new Patreon go? Um, uh, average. I enjoyed it. The the, um, uh, the Zoom. I enjoyed it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to really like it. Um, I felt really connected with the people that was there. There was just a lot going on. You know, I remember my very first radio show mm. at AM 790. Oh my gosh, 
over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember that first show, and that dramatically changed, like, over the years. I bet. Actually, from the first show to the second I show. I see, like, your old clips, and, like, you talk so fast. You that, talk, you sound like those guys at the auction. It's a radio show. You talk so fast. Do you have to talk fast on the radio? Um, you don't have to. You can talk as slow as you want, but it's the, it is a radio show, though, so I had a cadence going. Got it. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a talk show voice. Clearly. I had a talk show voice, yeah. Next. Hater Slayer, howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, how are you? Ronnie, what size contact points do you recommend for a mini educator? I have a German Shepherd. German Shepherd, I would get the thick fur, not just the long ones, but thick fur contact points. They look like this. These are probably the small ones. They come small and medium and they may become large. So you want to find the thick fur contact points. What they do is they they get right through the fur because if you don't have good contact, then um, it's a it's a useless it's a useless piece of equipment. Next, Terrierist gave you a thumbs up. Oh, thank you, Terrierist. Barista boy, hi J and J. Starting to integrate e-collar and condition. Been waiting for some nicer weather to go out. Need to punish reactivity. When loading, you correct high, but then do you turn away or keep walking past? Really, just don't want to do it wrong. Also, a reason why I waited until another show to ask. So this is the thing. Do you turn away or keep walking past? Yes. Play it by ear and see how it feels. What feels like the right thing to do? Space definitely helps you. Space definitely helps you. You can also do a cratering protocol. Cratering protocol, if you look at my out from humans... Moving away from humans, that's the critting looks like that. If you can find a video of me desensitizing dogs to cats or chickens, you could, that's a crittering protocol. Um, but you could do both. You can do both. All depends on the dog. All depends on your skill set. All depends on your timing. Next. Charles, any recommendations for walking two dogs on prong collars? They both walk fine one-on-one, but are difficult to manage together. Yeah, so the question is not on prong collars. The question is how do you walk two dogs together? Because the prong collar is just the tool that communicates. Because the dog can still pull you down the street on a prong collar. Just keep that in mind. So it's just a tool like any other tool that we use. A leash is a tool. So food is a tool. So um, start with one at a time. Make sure they're not, they're, get, get the dog into follow mode. Follow mode, the dogs are behind you. But when you're walking two dogs, a lot of the times they're always one of them is trying to compete with each other. But if they're both behind you, that's gone. So you might have to make a quick 180. You might have to do a heel tap, which is a heel tap to the to the chest. You might have to um, um, turn into the dogs. Like turn if you're walking them on the left, turn into them. Do my spatial watch the spatial pressure video. Watch that video next. 4.99 from Magic Larry. Hey, Magic oh my gosh, Larry. It's Magic Larry. He says good evening, J and J. Pee Wee says hi. Oh, freaking love that dog. Hello Pee-wee. to all of you. Hope you're doing okay. All right, let's see. I got bumped, so I gotta find my. Magic Larry, if you're not making videos for all the kids that are, on I know. Teach if you're not making how to do, how to do simple magic tricks, write video. You can do live streaming right now for all the kids staying at home during um, this lockdown. All right. So I ta- I did a Skype today. I did a Skype today for dog training, from a with a lawyer who actually doesn't want to do law anymore, I say, well, what do you like to do? She likes to do knitting. So I said, you should be doing a weekly class on how to knit and teach it and make it for the um, all the, ki- the kids that are staying home from school. Have a weekly knitting class online, live. 
She wrote it down. That's her homework, actually. She has to do it. I gave her a bunch of homework. I gave her a bunch of dog training homework, and I gave her that homework. She has to do it. So, Ooh. next, yeah. Raji Paji. Hi, Jeff. How do I stop my 12-week puppy from biting our hands when we try to put his leash on? Thank uh, you. What you want to do is, first of all, it's not acceptable. So, like, this teething thing, yes, I get it. But you don't teethe on my hands. You don't teethe on my clothes. So, for starters, you have to apply a correction. What's a fair correction for a 12-week-old puppy? Fair correction for a 12-week-old puppy is a bonker. A bonker, it's a wrapped-up towel. No bonk. It's also, you can take your thumb, stick it in the dog's mouth, push down really hard, grab from the jaw, and hold on. Your dog's going to squirm and yip and do all this stuff. Good. It sh it's, it's supposed to be uncomfortable. You have to stop it. You have to stop this, this puppy biting stuff. Historically, they don't grow out of it until you stop it. They grow into it. I can't tell you how many kids love getting a puppy, but by 14 weeks old, they hate the fucking thing because of the biting. Mm -hmm. The biting of the clothes, the biting of them, biting of the face, biting of the hair. It's got to stop. It, do, it does not. It is a controllable thing by you, and it's a controllable thing by the dog. Next. Brittany, hi, J and J. My dog's been going insane in the yard, chasing and barking at everything, not listening, no correction, no matter the level or bonk is working. My neighbors are rightfully complaining. Okay, so no correction. Okay, no matter what the level is. I don't know what remote collar you're using, um, and I also don't know the contact. Make sure you've got good contact. Make sure you've got really good contact. And as soon as the dog starts at the beginning of the sequence of the nonsense, correct. At the beginning of it, not while the dog is doing it. At the very beginning of the sequence, correct high. Don't go up slowly, start high, squash. Next. Where am I? Charles. Also, do you have any procedure for dogs that want to get busy when on a walk? Get busy? Like what? Dance? What's get busy mean? Like, have sex? That's what I'm thinking. Get busy. But that's busy work? Getting busy? It's like... A play on words. Getting busy? Like, one dog's probably trying to mount the other. That's what I'm assuming. I'm thinking, like, go to the bathroom. Tell us, Charles. Next. Which is it? Steve said biting. The 14-week-old GSD is biting. Oh, so the same advice I gave to the 12-week-old puppy. Next. Brittany, what can I do? I've been taking him only on a leash the past couple of days, and he's fine. Just off-leash. Which dog? Oh, the running around the yard, barking, going crazy. Oh, keep, not. so keep him on a long line, but also a remote collar. Make it, make it suck to do that. Running around the yard is fine. That's what yards are for. But barking at the neighbors, that gets corrected. That gets corrected. Next. Um, Brittany, I already read that. A Bataglia. Hi, J&J. I just walked the Foster and Lucy together by myself. Nice. I, it was You're great. such a big boy. What? Nothing. I just walked in by myself. Oh, it was great until we got rushed by off-leash dogs. Yep. Not funny anymore. Nope. I put myself between them and the dog. Luckily, no one was hurt. Tips for next time. Well, yeah, Jay do the exact do. same thing, and that foot goes out, and that foot goes out hard. And if anybody has a problem with kicking an off-leash off dog rushing you, you have never been in the middle of a dog fight. You have never seen a dog killed in front of you. You have never had to rush your dog to the emergency room. You have never had to go to the emergency room yourself. Bottom line is this. Off-leash dogs rushing towards you need to be neutralized. They are considered a threat, and it has to stop. And if someone's going to get hurt, I do not want it to be me, and I do not want it to be my dog. And it sucks for the other dog, but better them than one of us. 
And that's just how it is. I have colleagues who have gone for a walk with their dog and come home with no dog. Why? It's dead. All from an off-leash dog. I don't care what the breed is that's, that's, that's rushing you at all. All right? So that's just the way it is. It's happening more and more. And more and more people are taking this advice and it's working. And I assure you, that dog is going to know not to mess with you. That's how they learn. Next. Um, Melissa said good evening, Jeff Dewell and everyone in the chat. Oh, she is here. Oh, hey, Melissa. Is. How are you? Terry, been working on excitability with GS for the most part. They're doing better. Husband comes home sometimes. He encourages it. Can I bonk my husband? Well, this is what you have to do is you have to sit your husband down and say, honey, why are you fucking up all my training? Mm -hmm. Okay? No more blowjobs. Blowjobs are off. Nix. That'll make him change his behavior. Next. Terrierist. Chasing prey if on a long line. Border terrier. If she hits the end of the line, is that acting as a correction? I'm giving a firm down. She knows the command, but ignores when she has sprung. Okay. Don't give an obedience command. It's no. Do not give a, an obedience command. Stop the bad behavior. Is that a firm enough correction? Is it stopping the behavior? If it's not stopping the behavior, then the answer is no. If it's stopping the behavior, the answer is yes. Next. Holding on dog training. Hey, J&J. The Patreon meeting was pretty badass. Thoughts on dog thought to be dog aggressive, but once you get them, it's more of over arousal excitement than aggression. Happy Friday. It's yep. a good day. That, so that's commonplace. That's commonplace. A lot of times people say their dog is aggressive, and I'll say, well, how many dog fights has it been in? None. Well, how do you know if it's aggressive or not? It looks like it's aggressive. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's aggressive. All right. Does the dog does the dog have intent to harm? How do you know? It's gotten into dog fights that where they weren't defending themselves. They've gone after dogs. Um, you know. I mean. So there's you know dog aggression. We 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 use that word very 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 carefully. Like we have two dogs right here from the same house. They're dog aggressive. They fight with each other. They fight and they fight hard. Mm -hmm. And they're two, two bully breeds and they, they're capable of causing some damage. So we're rehabbing them. Next. Um, Charles said poop. Told you. Whatever. You're thinking of sex. I'm thinking of potties. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> that's, that sort of makes sense. Throw me out of the bus. <laughs> um, so what, what do you do? I, well, I'll take potty breaks. I'll walk off to the side of the road, road the trail or wherever I am or the, or the street, and I'll say, go potty. And I, and I stand still and I give the dog however six foot of leash and they go to the bathroom. And Or if some dogs will put on the brakes and just go to the bathroom right where you're walking. I let them. I clean it up. Next. Um, Melissa said, join a Zoom with Jeff or get access to his Patreon page and post the oh, link. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Lou, hello, Jeff and Joelle, watching and baking a birthday cake for my bloke, a lockdown 60th, and he's isolating at his house as he's an essential worker. Glad to see you're keeping well. Oh, awesome. Lou, that's, re that's really, really nice. Nice friend of you. Yeah, a lot of people, one of my daughters um, had her birthday isolated. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to, I FaceTimed with her today. No, I didn't get to see my mom on her birthday either. Yeah, I FaceTimed with all the kids today. That's good. So, yeah. They seem to be in good spirits. And then I gave Romy homework. I need photos and video of Angelo. So Angelo's page, his Instagram page, is going to start getting some action on it because um, I'm living at the center now because I didn't want to go back and forth between work and all my errands that I run at home. It sort of defeats the purpose of them being um, isolated. So, um, uh, so, I, so I FaceTime with him today. 
So it was nice. Next. Um, pack leader dog training. Hey guys, glad to be here. Hey, glad to have you here. Actually, next. Brittany, I use a me. What's an me? He closes his mouth before he starts, so I correct it. There's good contact with the long prongs. We have gone up to level 100. He screams, and 10 minutes later, we repeat this process. Okay, so are you holding the button down for more than one second? Oh, mini educator, M-E. Right? Are you holding that button down for a while to make it really suck? I know it sounds mean, but I'm trying to eliminate problems so we don't have Groundhog Day every three days. Next. Pack leader dog training. If you have a dog that has attacked the other dog in the house, would you board and train both of them or just the one doing the instigating? I would send the one that did the attacking first, but people have sent us the wrong dog before. Mm-hmm. People have sent us the wrong dog. Now, there was definitely a fight, but then they bring in the dog that supposedly didn't have the problem for the pickup and we're like, whoa, you do realize that that other dog is the problem, right? So, you should bring him, ideally, ideally, if you have two fighting dogs in the same house, ideally, but now we're talking budget, you know, ideally, you'd want both dogs to be there. So, the trainer, who hopefully has experience rehabbing aggression, can get their eyeballs, um, fresh eyeballs on it and see what the triggers are. Next. Uh, Grace, do you sell micro-prong collars on your website? Um, We should. Mini educators and the micro educators. No, mini prongs. Oh, the, we, uh, micro prongs. Yeah, we should. The 1.75. Melissa, can you make sure the 1.75 millimeter prong collars are on the website? On the, I'm pretty sure because people have ordered them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Go to uh, sallycaninetraining.com slash shop. Next. Brittany, do you think I need a different remote collar? I do use a long line or tie out if he's been super barky. I normally do at least five seconds longer time needed, maybe. I don't know. Again, I don't know what I don't know what brand you're using. Oh, she's using the mini, mini educator. educator. You might need something more powerful. Yeah, dogs blow through remote collars. So, next. Raji, should I also use the bonker when my puppy is super excited in the mornings? He wants to break through the baby gate to get to us. Yes, absolutely. No bonk. But isn't he in a crate? Isn't he in a crate? Or you already let him out of the crate? But he stood chill, no free roaming. He should be on a leash. He should be on a leash, and he should be just... Don't let him just be in a room that's got a baby gate. All right? So, should be in a leash, start working on commands, get him used to being in the crate more. Next. John, how do you recondition dog to get in the crate without physically having to force him? He won't take treats or food. We got him the bark limiter you suggested. It works great. Force him in the crate. Why not? Put the leash on him. Put him in. Run the leash through the other side of the crate. Pull him in. Pull him in. Open up the door. If he tries to rush out, close the door. Open up the door. I've got a video on it. It's okay to force. Force is not a bad word. We are forced from speeding. We are forced to do a lot of things. We are physically forced to do things. Force is not a bad word. It's, it's, it's this, this concept of this concept of force free. It's a catchphrase and it's bullshit. There's no such thing as force free. Everybody thinks force free is meaning oh, you're yanking, cranking, abusing, hanging, choking, helicoptering. No, it's called pressure and release. No, not at all. I mean, people sit on horses. That's forceful to the horse. 
right? People squeeze their legs together to get the horse to change direction. That's forceful. Force isn't bad. Your dog pulls. It's creating its own force on your, bo- on your body. Mm-hmm. For, you know, force isn't bad. Force is not a negative. Nope. Next. Um, Raji Paji, I bought the prong collar, e-collar, and bark collars from your site, so I have options. Cool. Um, Melissa said, yes, the micro prong collars are available. Awesome. Raji Paji said, when my husband gets them out, he knows I'm coming. He's crazy. So correct him. That's arousal. Correct that. That is controllable by a human. You can control that. When you see pictures of dog pictures, pictures or video of dogs doing nothing, looking supposedly bored and shut down in our training center, those are dogs that actually used to get highly aroused around environmentals. And all those dogs can go they go outside and they run around and play. But when you're on place, you should be relaxed no matter no matter what's going on. And we and we dummy proof them. We get in front of them, we make we go, Hi honey, how are you? We ring the doorbell, we dance around, we run around, we use a skateboard, we use a, we use a scooter, Angelo, you know, races around. So you gotta you gotta do that. Who's that? Might be the new dog. Oh, yeah, we got a brand new dog in today. I was just thinking about the way you described that dog, the dog that is fearful, so fearful it almost crawls on the ground. It's like, man, all these folks that think they know about dog training, I'd love to see what they would do with a dog like that. Mm -hmm. It's incredible that, you know, when you get these dogs that are literally afraid of their shadow, it's like, you think you know how to work with a dog? It's like, you know how to work with a dog that's motivated. And on top of it, he bites people. Yeah, try working with, he does? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Try working with a dog that bites people and is afraid of everything. And it's not because the dog was abused. It's because that's the dog. All we know is that's the dog that's in front of us. That's all we know. That's all that matters. All the reasons why, all the previous stuff has n- doesn't matter. That can't change. That's not going to change today. That won't change today. So just like us as humans, no matter what our past is, we can overcome. We can. No matter, no matter what our past is, how traumatic it was or how wonderful it was. If you go to a rehab center for drugs and alcohol, you will find people there who had wonderful childhoods and who had horrific childhoods. And if you talk to CEOs of company that are doing really well and are happy, not just making money, but are happy, he or she, they come from wonderful childhoods and they come from terrible childhoods. All right? It's all on how you want to do things and the path you want to take in life starting today. And this whole quarantine thing, this whole COVID thing should be a huge reset for everybody. Everybody should be coming out of this a better human being. You should have new skill sets. You should be a better human. You should have more empathy, more compassion. Learn a foreign language. Learn a musical instrument. Learn a new video program. Learn how to take a photography course. Learn, learn how to take great photos and videos and do video editing on your, on your phone. Learn how to blog. Learn how to uh, uh, do a Zoom. I am. Start a show like I am. It's free. By the way, this show is free to do. I pay for the internet service. Oh, I do pay for Ecamm. 
14.95 a month. But if you do it directly from YouTube Live, that's free. Mm-hmm. It's free. What do you want to talk about? What do you know? Right? Magic Larry can do magic tricks. You can do a cooking show. Do a sewing show. Teach someone how to play chess. Teach someone how to play checkers. Read books to kids. Reading time. Every morning, 9 a.m., you're reading, ki- you're reading books to your kids. Read them to the world. Literally sit there with a camera on you and read the book that you would read to your child to the world and film it. If you don't want to do it live, just put it up there every day, every day. If you're good at math, teach people how to do math right online for free. What are you good at? You got a skill? You got a skill? You're good at woodwork? Teach everybody how to do a woodwork class, how to build a birdhouse, anything. All right, everybody jump on Amazon and get a bird get a birdhouse kit. We're going to be making birdhouses this Friday. Next Friday, we're going to be making, you know, whatever. Do that. Have some fun. Become a better human being. Get rid of all this fucking hate that you got. Learn empathy. Next. Good rant. Is that a rant? It's been a while. Oh, I didn't know there was a rant. That was a good rant, though. Oh, good. Positivity. Um... All right, Rosie or Rosé, we'll go with Rosé. Our rescue tries to avoid working my partner. Sex and Rosé. Working with my partner. <laughs> Quarantine's getting to me and slinks through the house to avoid him. Any tips on getting him to train with my partner when he is very scared? Yeah, have, him, have your partner grab a leash, no speaking, work him through the commands, see if he'll take food as a motivator, and you don't be a backseat dog trainer. Next. John says, thank you. You're welcome, John. Jared says, you're awesome, Jeff. Oh, thank you, Jared. Um, you're awesome, too. Greg, five-month corso walks are improving a lot. Driveway Good. drills, spatial pressure, 180s. First half of the walk is amazing. At some point, he gradually starts pulling ahead of heel more and more. Yep. Back taps don't work. 180s only work for a bit. He anticipates 180s now, too. Got to throw it. You got to catch him off guard. You got to catch him off guard. Do, do left-hand turns into the dog. Get him into follow mode. Your dog's not enough. If he's forging ahead, he's not in follow mode. Next. Pack leader dog training. As a trainer that doesn't have a lot of experience with dogs with aggression, how do I start to get experience with Ooh, it? Ooh, I would, I would do an internship or a shadow with someone that does. Or do what I did and just fucking jump right into it. But you got to be really careful because you can have a career-ending bite. So be really super careful. When I first got into dog training, I worked with dogs above my pay grade and I got bit too much. Now we work with dogs that are even more aggressive than ever. All these seminars that I do around the world, I work with some really, really aggressive dogs. I'm not getting bit. Make sure you know how to muzzle, muzzle make sure the owners muzzle, train the dogs, have the dogs come in on muzzles, make sure they're muzzle trained. Next. Tanner, fence fighting tips. My backyard has rude barking dogs with bad owners on either side. Yep. My Roddy blows through the e-collar. Even prong pops don't work when I'm out with her on leash. Okay. So, blows through the e-collar. So, what you have to do is this. You can actually bonk a dog for for fence fighting. E-collar, I don't know how snug it is. I don't know what brand it is. What you might be doing is waiting until the dog is already in an aroused state. You've got to correct the dog before it gets in an aroused state. This is the thing. You can't talk to your neighbors about shutting up their dogs. At least not in my neighborhood or my house gets burned down. All right? So... So what you do is this. You just mind your own damn business when it comes to the neighbors and you teach your dog how not 
to respond to barking dogs. We've got barking dogs all around us where we live. My dogs are not allowed to, to, to respond to that barking at all. So um, as far as the fence fighting is concerned, again, I don't know what your corrections look like. A lot of people say they're correcting their dogs and I watch them do it and I'm like, that's not a correction. That was a love tap. Next. Terrierist. Do you think that raw feeding makes dogs more relaxed? Started raw two months ago. I think it has made a difference. My dogs still have plenty of energy and drive, but seem generally more relaxed at home. Um, I know that makes the, their, their poop smaller. That's for sure. I mean, their poop is tiny now. Mentally stimulating. You know? Um, I think raw feeding, I'm not a nutritionist at all. I feed raw. I think it's for good for overall body and health. Um more relaxed. I think there's a lot of chemicals and crap and preservatives mm -hmm. and poison in uh, uh, um, kibble. What do you mean by poison? Well, I don't know the chemical scientific composition of every ingredient, but I bet you some of it you can tie back to poison. So... Mm -hmm. More relaxed. I think training makes a dog super relaxed, no matter what you feed it. Next. Tough. Dog tough dog training. What's your favorite kind of training? Least favorite? I don't. Just good training, I guess. I mean, least the least favorite, hundreds of repetitions. I find boring. Favorite kind of dog training? Rehabbing, stopping an unwanted behavior. Because that gives the most value, not value as in monetary value, value to the client, and that helps the client out the most. Next. Kathy, a friend has a dog that's fearful of noise, especially in environmentals. He shuts down. I say ignore and keep working him through it. What would Jeff do? Correct. Keep, work, keep working the dog through it. Keep working the dog through it. So flooding with guidance works. Flooding with guidance works. Because keeping dogs under threshold, that's not reality. That's not the real world. You're not preparing the dog for the real world because nature doesn't care about keeping you under threshold. Nature is going to throw all kinds of shit at you. Mother nature don't give a shit. So what you need to do is set your dog up for the real world. And the real world historically works above threshold and in, all, in many days, way above threshold. So you have to teach your dog the skill set to deal with it. Next. Dog tough dog training. Favorite tool? Least favorite tool? Uh, favorite tool is one that works. Least favorite tool is one that doesn't work. <laughs> Next. Hey, Bataglia. Three-year Dalmatian foster. Lacks confidence. We've been doing playgrounds. Notice he hides at the time, but I can't pinpoint the trigger. Hides at what? Hides at times. Yeah. Um, I can't pinpoint the trigger. Is yeah. food motivated but doesn't follow lures? Yep. What would Jeff do to work him through it? So, yeah, wait, uh, leash pressure. Leash pressure. Force. That bad word called force. Sorry. When a dog is really nervous and stressed and afraid, it won't take food. And if it does take food, it's not that afraid. It won't take food. So then what do you got left? That's where a lot of trainers will go, oh, I can't work the dog. It's like, yeah, you can. Grab the leash. Let's go. Dog doesn't want to go up, up the steps. Grab the leash. Walk up the steps. Dog doesn't want to go down the steps. Grab the leash. Walk down the steps. Sure it will. And then next thing you know, after two, three, four, five reps, the dog's like, ah, I didn't 
all of a sudden like blow up into the a bunch of b- bunch of flames. Mm-hmm. I guess I can walk up these damn steps because my owner keeps freaking walking up these steps whether I want to or not. Who? I might as well go. Is that uh, So we just she she follows us on Instagram. I put up. Remember that post I put up with not this not the Maddox when she first came in. She was petrified of the, the confidence course we made. Yep, yep. And it just showed, we like worked her through it. And like three rounds later, she was fine. Yeah, she's fine. But yep. she wouldn't take food or anything. Yeah. Show a dog they can do it and they can do it. Show a dog they can do it and they can do it. We do it all the time. Going over the A-frame is a, is a typical one. Yeah. Show them they can do it and they can do it. By the way, it works for kids too. The video probably went up like, I don't know, a week ago. Next. It's somewhere in the feed. Next. Cynthia, hi, J&J. How can I get my dog not to be afraid of the prong collar or the e-collar? Whenever he sees me with either one of them, he hides from me. I don't know how you're using them. I don't know what you're doing with them. I don't know if you're saying anything prior that could be the trigger. A lot of people are, they, they're, they're, I've seen videos of, of people and it's like, you're actually making the dog afraid of it by the, your words. Your words are markers. Your words are precursors to a behavior sometimes. So watch my Rupert Collar Conditioning video. Rupert's Collar Conditioning. Next. Mm, holding on dog training. New dogs, you've said overwhelming force right at the start. Barking and howling, being disruptive. I feel like I'm nagging. Seems to last longer than I'd like. Trying to keep equipment off. So this is the thing. You're going to get the outliers that don't give a shit about a lot of stuff. All right, but when you've got a bad behavior, an unwanted behavior, I'm not talking obedience. I'm talking about an unwanted behavior that you want to stop. You just stop it. It's got to be stopped today. That doesn't mean it's going to be fixed today, but you got to stop it. You got to stop it. And so many people struggle for way too long. They struggle for way too long. Oh, yeah, I was able to get my dog used to the crate after eight months. Eight months? How about eight days? How about the first night? It all depends on how, how, what your philosophy is, but let's be fair to the dog. You let your dog struggle for eight months? Think about that. You struggled for eight months. Next. Um, a Bataglia, can you do spatial pressure the same way when walking two dogs? Sure, absolutely. It's going to be harder. It's going to be much harder, but you can do it. Next. Brandy, we have 18-month-old Aussie. My hubby uses your techniques for about eight months now. Getting a new puppy, Aussie, next weekend. Suggestions to start working with her. Yeah, so it's totally different than rehabbing an adult dog or training an adult dog. We do, and we don't have a lot of videos on it, but we do all, we, we still do, it's all food stuff. But it's not, it's usually not, there's no corrections for, for, for obedience. It's all, we use, we clicker and food train every dog on our property. So it's all food stuff. So get a, get a, get a, you got to find a video on, 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 on food. How to food train your dog. Food and clicker. That's what you do. All you're doing is teaching basic behaviors, basic obedience. Lots of structure, 20 hours a day in a crate. That's not straight, folks. It's like, 
Jeff thinks that dogs should be 20 so hours in the... So like, yes, these like, Because there was one piece of, like, hate, this petition. You know, all these... There's, like, tons of petitions out there about me. Like, to shut me down and to, like, you know, ban me from their country. He says that dogs should be in crates for 20 hours. No. I said that puppies should be in the crates for 20 hours. Not continuous, but four hours out of the crate, working, peeing, playing, um, pottying, training... They sleep 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Why not have them in the crate? Plus, you can have a dog that's used to the crate then. Exactly. And then you start going 19 hours, 18 hours, 17 hours, 16 hours. The kindest gift you can do is learning how to crate train your dog. Mm-hmm. Next. Um, pack leader dog training. Have you ever had a dog having had an issue being fed raw? I've heard that high protein is bad for the dog. Where did you, who'd you hear that from? Some expert? I don't know. You don't have to have a... Raw doesn't mean high protein. Raw just means raw. So, but... All I know is if I throw any sort of roughage on the ground, Wes will refuse to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So all I know is this. There's a great, great ebook from someone that's very, very intelligent and a heck of a lot smarter than me that has a great ebook on our website. So if you go to solidcaninetraining.com shop, download that. You'll learn everything you need to know about raw. Next. Kathy, thank you. I've been telling her to ignore and keep on. No talking, just walk and go. There you go. Excellent advice. Next. Cliff, just started my dog on a prong collar. It helped with walking, but as soon as she sees another dog or cat, she starts acting crazy regardless of the collar. Right, because the collar is just a tool. Guys, a collar is a tool. Any training device or tools, there has to be training behind it. There has to be training behind it. Without the training, the tool is useless. We train with food. That doesn't mean we can, that doesn't mean if we, so we use food to train rollover. But if you don't know how to train rollover, all the food in the world is not going to work. So did you, have you ever seen a video of, of, of uh, Kira jumping off a tree? Have you seen any of the videos of Kira jumping off of a tree? That was all trained with food. But guess what? You need to know how to train that command in order to do it, though. You need to train that command to know how to do it. So what you're doing is, as soon as that dog gets at, is inches ahead of you, that dog should be getting a correction then. Correction is called information. I don't want you doing that. And it should be firm. Once the dog has already passed its threshold, though, you're too late. You're too late. Next. Terrierist. Kibble is basically processed food cooked at a high temperature and sprayed with flavored fat to make it appetizing. I've really stepped up the training this year. Cool. Awesome. Next. Grace. Now that all the playgrounds are closed off, do you have some ideas for confidence building? Been doing getting up on stools, chairs, upside down bowls, etc. Any ideas for under or through? Thanks. Yeah. Break into the playgrounds. Next. Kathy, show a dog they can do it. Yes, friend said their dog wouldn't go in the water. I just gently took him by the leash and using a ball. Gave him confidence. He loves the water. Of course. Dogs go in water all the time. Next. Michelle P. Hello, everyone. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle P. Thought there was going to be a question. How are you, hon? Hope you're feeling better. Leanne, very good show. Oh, thank you, Leanne. Um, IGH, long no watch, but I'm back. Glad to see you guys practicing social distancing, LOL. No, we work together. 
Yeah. If he got it, I'm screwed. Yeah, we worked. If I got it, he's screwed. Yeah, we work together. There's a core group of people, and we both are technically living here on site. But we had a, we had a, we had a client. Here's a great example. We have a new drop-off procedure for our boarding trip for our daycare dogs. We're doing social distancing there today. We had we had clients. In fact, you'll probably put up a video or a photo. We had clients drop off a dog. Everybody wore masks, gloves. We used all of our own equipment. Everything gets sterilized after they leave. Nobody, there's no, there's no physical contact at all. No handshakes, no fist bumps, nothing. And the dog will be here and it'll be, and we'll start working the dog. So, but it's like, I'm this close to a cashier. It's a numbers game. Starbucks, drive-thru, we're probably this close. Yep, It's it's a numbers game. That's all it is, is a numbers game. Well, technically we're almost family. So it's like. Families, families that are on quarantine are not practicing social distancing, right? Next. Um, Leanne, am I a bad owner for not liking the whole dog park playgrounds? They seem like germs chaos to me. Well, do- that's two separate things. Dog parks are, you will never, you cannot pay me to go to a dog park. I will not bring dogs to a dog park. I'll work dogs around a dog park. Playgrounds, we, we would use for confidence building. So two separate things. Next. But as far hold on, but as far as germs, who's getting the germs? Your dog? Please. Your dog rolls around in shit. Mm-hmm. Your dog eats shit. Your dog is filled with germs. Next. Michelle dying over here. Just got diagnosed with bilateral pneumonia yesterday with the COVID. Okay, I'm being dramatic. I'm not dying. I'll be fine. Just takes time. Yeah, sorry, Michelle. Be really, really careful, hon. Yeah. Barista boy, hope you feel better, Michelle. Kathy. That was nice of her. We have a good crowd. We have a good good fans we got great fans fan base, yeah. that's why kathy how do you sanitize a leash or dog for that matter foster's mom is going to come get him soon um leash you can put into i would look at look online you, you know a, a bleach a bleach water combination put it in a mesh lingerie bag and run it through a um run it through a uh run it through your laundry on hot water mm-hmm. you can do that next um, Kathy, how, oh, I already read that. That's it right now. That's all we got? For come, now. Come on, guys. We've got 16 minutes left in the show. Get your questions in. Tomorrow, we're going to do a sit-down, me, you, and Britt. We'll film that. Cool. That'll be good. We'll do a sit-down, and we'll, and we'll um, get a video, and that'll probably go up next week. Um, let's see what else. Maybe we can do a little live tomorrow. We'll do something. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like this weekend. We'll get out for a little hike again. Yeah. Um, you had a good workout this morning. I had a, I had a great workout this morning as well. That's good. Mm-hmm. What'd you have for dinner? A bowl. Nice. Take a picture? Not usual. I think I, I did, but I haven't posted mm. it. Yep. I had, I had uh, some rice, some chicken, some broccoli. I'm way under my macros. Yeah. Well, time for a snack. Yeah. Sunflower butter. Crunchy. Trust me, it's already on my radar. Is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> crunchy. Ducks. The crunchy one's the shit. It is. It's good. Um, Brandy, what's an okay correction for a new puppy for things like biting, noisy in the kennel, chewing on inappropriate things like shoes, wall, etc.? Okay, well, first of all, a bonker is appropriate, but dogs should not be chew- chewing on shoes or a wall because the dog shouldn't be out of your sight. Dogs should be on a leash, supervised. Dogs should be on a leash, supervised. So, but you can say no and bonk. If you know what a bonker is, it's a rolled up towel. I've got videos on it. Next. Rose, 
how would I use an e-collar for growling? How about for chasing the cat? Um, how would you use it for growling? Well, I need a little bit of context on the growling, but you're going to use use it to correct the dog. Same with a cat. Usually a cat, which is prey, is going to be at a higher level. But I don't know the brand of collar you have or your skill set um, for it. But chasing the cat would be no, and you'd correct. And it'd be a level that would be uncomfortable to the dog. So the dog understands that there's something called a consequence. If not, you're nagging. Life is full of consequences. Dogs don't get a free pass. Nature hands out consequences to animals left and right. And some of those consequences are death for bad decisions. Some of them are injury. So we as humans want to do a structured correction. And that's the great thing about dog training. Next. Um, Simone, actually, nope. I keep getting bumped, man. Pack leader dog training. What's a dog breed you wouldn't own personally? Personal preference. Um... What are, you, what are you guys taking a survey tonight? Uh, no offense to anybody, Chinese crested. Not a, you know, I can't see myself with a Chinese crested dog. Yeah. I just can't. Next. It's too cold here anyway. Um, Simone, at what age can we use a prong collar? Um, well, you can start conditioning the dog at 14 weeks old. But you're not correcting it, but you're just conditioning it. Next. Justin, any videos of DIY sit pretty on your channel? Um, no, but you can go to Cool Dog Tricks. Cool Dog Tricks. Okay, it's pay. you got to pay for it. Hit, hit the penny option so you get double the tricks. And then put in GIRL, G-I-R-L, for your coupon code to save 25% off. So for 15 bucks, you get a dozen tricks. Next. Kathy, a lot of really cool places to work and walk dogs now that people aren't out and about so much. Exploring new places, dogs, and I love it. Yes, and on the flip side, there's a lot of dogs out that have never that you never see. Because mm -hmm. people are actually walking their dogs more now. Mm -hmm. Next. Brandy, what is your preference for first collars? For first collars? I mean, you can just use a... Depends how old the dog is. For a puppy, just a basic nylon little clip collar. Next. Charles, I have a foster dog staying here until the Humane Society gets their adoptions up and running again. What training should I focus on to make him most adoptable? Great place walking on a leash. Next. Terry, both looking tired. Be sure to please stay healthy. Love y'all. Um, we have long days. I mean, we're, we're, you know, I was, I got up at four today. Me too. Which is my normal time. The day, the night before I got up at two, which is not my normal time. So I got up at four, made a cup of coffee, worked out. Yeah. We have long days. We do a lot of stuff. I was working out, what, by five today? Yeah. We both were I was working out by 4.30, actually. Yeah. I was working out by 4.30, and uh, it's already, it's 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 almost eight o'clock. It takes me longer to get going than you. Not me. I'm like, I like I'm up, but I'm like, I need to like. Scroll. A little time. Scroll. I need to let the caffeine kick in before I hit the gym. Uh, you got to scroll next. I need to wake up. Next. Stop saying that. I need to scroll. Damn it. <laughs> Raji Paji. My puppy pees inside the house after I've taken him out for 15 minutes in his pee area and he does nothing. Any recommendations? Yeah. Stay out there for longer or put him into a crate when you come back in. Put him into a crate when you come back in. 
Until that dog pisses outside, it goes back into a crate. Next. Rosé, low growl when partner comes near. Ah. So I'd correct that with a remote collar. No, correct. Next. Leanne. Oh, that she's talking to somebody else. Brandy said, thanks for the info. This baby girl is mine to train my first time. Awesome. Rye. Hi, Jang J. Hope you're well. Keeping a pup from my next litter. What are the first things you should teach a pup, and what's the best time to start training? Much love from the UK. You start training. Love you, love you too, UK. Um, so you start training the minute the puppy's born, I would imagine. But starting at about, you know, getting the dog used to sounds and environmentals from the very, very beginning. Literally, from minute one out of the womb. Have a 24-hour soundtrack going on. All right? So the dog gets used to sounds. Um... I would start getting the dog used to different surfaces. I'd get the dog used to being picked up. I'd have the dog get the dog used to being touched. I'd have the dog used to um, following you around. Um, and we do all food food training. Next. Um, Justin, any recommendations for treadmill training reading? Treadmill training reading. reading? I do. Oh, I do. Like to what to read on a treadmill. I don't know. Well, if you want to learn how to train a dog on a treadmill, you go to my YouTube channel. We've got videos, but not books on it. But if you want to read something while you're on the treadmill, I do audiobooks. So I don't know what you're, which, whatever you're interested in. Audible.com. Audible.com. Next. Juliana, the e-collar looks like overkill on my mini dachshund. People think I'm crazy and doing the most, but small dogs need training too. What's the best e-collar positioning on small dogs? Um, you can do it on the back of the neck. You can do it on the side of the neck. If you get the micro-educator, you can have the box, instead of the box going this way, you can have the box going that way. That helps a little bit. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is this. Your dachshund runs away and gets hit by a car. Your heart's going to break as much as if it was a lab. You know, next. Ava Taglia, PSA, Cool Dog Tricks is awesome. Lucy and I love it. We've already learned four tricks. Nice. Lots of great tricks. Down the road, will you consider allowing members to purchase more? We'd have to film more. We'd have to film more. Next. Um, Aiden, my dog listens to me good one-on-one, -on -one, but doesn't want to listen as good with other dogs. That's because there's, there's something called distractions. Other dogs are distractions, so you need to start doing distraction training. So distraction training, once your dog knows a couple, once you've done the command, obedience command, say a couple hundred times, start adding environmentals inside the house, then you start going outside the house, add the other dogs, which are environmentals, and that's when you start correcting for non-compliance. Next. Morgan. I notice, oh, are you, no, that's a different one. I notice that whenever I'm doing training with any of my dogs, I talk to myself as if I'm explaining to a client what to do, which is good experience because that's the hardest part I find. Keep doing it, Morgan. I find myself saying, so I called her, but she's distract, distracted, so stim on. Yep. Still smelling, so I'm going to dial up slowly, add leash guidance, and there, flipped around, so stim and off and auto sit. Beautiful. Perfect. Morgan, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. That's a great idea. Keep doing it, buddy. Keep doing it. Angelica, these chats are so insightful. Thank you. How do I get my six-month-old Roddy to understand that it is not playtime, jumping, chasing every time he's around my kids, eight and six? So number one, teach your dog how to do a good downstay or place command around the kids. Also teach the out command, meaning get the Frank Sinatra out of here, and I've got a video on that. I've got a video on that. So you, wanted, you, you can do that. Um, but teaching your dog how to do a good, without the kids, how to do a good down or place command, then start adding the kids not jumping around, 
and then start adding the kids jumping around and then correct the dog for non-compliance of a known command. Next. Sarah, hi Jeff. Thanks to your videos, my GSD's reactivity to my cat has reduced, but he still whines and stares when she's around. Should I correct those behaviors? I want him to completely ignore her. If you want the dog to completely ignore her, yes, you'd correct those behaviors. Next. Rose, thanks for your videos. We felt very hopeless with our rescue, and now we feel more confident that he'll be happy with our family. That's why I do the work that I do. We felt very hopeless with our dog. I, we're going to use the word dog instead of rescue because it is a dog. Start calling it a dog and your whole mentality towards training will change. All right? That's why I do what I do. Now we feel more confident. That's the job. That's the job of any good dog trainer. Next. Carol, are you still coming to Australia at a later time? I assume your trip was canceled due to COVID. Yes. Um... David, five-month Springer, high energy, and is e-collar obedience trained. Obsessive liquor, advice for correcting, just East him or bonk? Both. You take your pick. And as far as Australia, yeah, my whole European tour was canceled because of COVID. I have no idea what's happening with international flights. If people, there's, a, there's, been, been, there's been petitions about me for 15 years. They go nowhere. And if they want to consider that a win, that's fine. Everywhere I go, I'm an invited guest. If a country, the amount, of, the amount of energy that the UK put into keeping me out, if they put half as much energy into the fucking COVID thing, they'll wipe it off the fuck COVID off the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. Okay. They'll wipe it off the fucking planet. The amount of energy that the UK put into it. I was on the front page of Scott, Scotland's biggest newspaper. I'm doing a private seminar for 35 people that want to be there. That asked me to come. I'm an invited guest on someone's private property. 35 fucking people. 300,000 people use e-cowers in the UK. And the amount of energy that people spent, the amount of hate that is spewed is vile and disgusting. Mm. If you put any of that energy towards any social issue out there, you will eliminate it. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Fine. Call it a win. Golf clap for you. Next. Um, Kathy had a really good reactivity training the other day. I leash popped, he made eye contact, and when he checked on the dog, corrected again. Said a quiet good when he made eye contact again. Yes, progress. Awesome. Great job. Proud of you. Brandy, I do do you find it's harder to train people to behave around your dog rather than training the dog? Um, not me personally, but yes in general. I think the human component is harder. Not the human component is harder with owners and with also the general public. That's just the way it is. Because uh, the owners, not as much, but the general public takes it as a personal insult because you've taken away their happiness. Like something as simple as don't pet your dog. They'll take it as, they, 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 take, it, they take it as like, well, you just took away my happiness because mm-hmm. I wanted to pet your dog and now I can't. Mm-hmm. So you, now I can't be happy. So now I'm mad at you. I mean, I've never seen such a thing where like, females are walking their dog 
and someone will ask them to pet their dog and they'll say no. They'll say, thank you for asking, but no, they'll be polite. And they'll literally get called a bitch or the C word from the person. Like, could you imagine that? No, because it's never happened to me. But I just said to you, and it's all—it's usually from other females, too. Yeah. Like, hashtag me, too. It's like, hello, are you serious? Whatever, like, like isn't that harassment? Mm. I literally just said, thank you for asking, but no, you can't. You asked me to pet my dog, and you called me a bitch or the C word? Or you called me a, a motherfucker? Like, I'm so blown away, and it's very common. And show of hands, I'm sure some of you have experienced this before. I'm blown away by that concept. I'm like, wow. And you take offense when some dude looks at you? And someone's literally calling you names? Like, pepper spray the motherfuckers. Sorry. Um, where am I? I'm not mad either, guys. I'm just passionate as fuck. I'm just blown away. I'm so blown away by, by, I, I love, I love, I love the whole human nature thing. It's really interesting how it responds to different situations. It really, really is. Uh, Kathy, there are a lot of us that do appreciate what you teach. Very clear and concise. I don't blow smoke. A big thank you for what you do for dogs and people. Oh yeah. I've got huge, I've got a huge fan base. Humongous fan base. It's just it's ama- it's it's just amazing that folks like it's it's funny when we did a, there's a, there's a there's a uh, um, there's a clip on that we should probably find it. It's like I don't like Jeff. I don't like how Jeff trains. Well, what don't you like? Mm-hmm. like? That's that's a pretty general statement. Like what don't you like? Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, like what don't you like? What you're saying is you don't like me. Like, have some balls and just say it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because you really can't pinpoint it. Oh, I don't like the way he uses a bonker. Well, what's he using it for? Yeah. Like, that big video clip that went around was like, I saved a dog's life. The woman, the, the dog was, the dog was dra- pulling the woman out of the wheelchair. Did you like that? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really funny. One hour. Uh, yeah. One more question, then we got to go. Um, pack leader dog training. I just did a video about saying no to other people wanting to pet Ooh, your dog. Good it's idea. okay to be selfish with your own dog. Excellent. That's a great idea. And on that note, we're going to go because it's over an hour. And we do a one-hour show right now because we still have to rotate dogs. It's our night to rotate dogs, which means all the boarding train dogs that are here, we manually take them out for their last potty. Then we then we shut down the we shut down the building, and then you've got a lot of video editing to do. I got some work to do. We're gonna let our dogs out and let's get it done. All right, all right, guys, love you. We'll see you Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you all. Whether you like me or not, I appreciate you. Bye bye. Good night.